Sean Capri. Welcome to We the Gamer Cast. It publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday, but patrons get it first. Thank you for subscribing and sharing with a friend and rating us on Apple Podcasts and telling a friend, telling a mom, and everything that you guys do. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I am really, really loving the, the flow that we've got here, guys. And if you're if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about life and video games. And if you want to be on the show, part of it, you want to tell me what you think about it, you can tweet at me at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants, of course. Man, we are – okay, so uh, pulling back the curtain a little bit, I, I finished my chat with Matthew Keel a couple moments ago, and by a couple moments ago, I think it was about an hour, a little about an hour and a half ago, and since then, um, Chelsea and I went upstairs, we had some nachos, we just we, we threw some nachos with some, some cheese, we put in the microwave, a super healthy midnight snack, and it literally is, it's, the, the, it's just about midnight as I record this, um, but man, it was just kind of like, we just kind of had an old school, like, sweet hang in the kitchen, had some <laughs> nachos and cheese and sour cream and just, uh, it was nice, man. It was my, my hands still kind of have a little bit. I didn't completely wash them. I kind of gave them that like on, on your sweatpants kind of wipe. So, you know, kind of clean enough. So there's probably some, some fingerprints going on on my mouse and my keyboard. But anyways, guys, I'm excited for this week. Um, it seems like life is moving at a, at a weird pace right now, isn't it? It's a little bit strange. Um, and I know that I, I kind of talked about this last week and I think it's going to be a theme over the next little while. Um, I'm really being, I, I'm being cognizant. I'm trying to keep in mind, um, what we're all kind of going through right now and whether or not we want to dive right in or we want to escape it completely. And I, I, I do think that we've achieved the balance here as well. Um, just like last week, but the funny thing is, actually, two weeks in a row, uh, last week, if you missed it, Chris Burdo, Sergeant Bones, over at MixerMixer.com slash Sergeant Bones. Um, two weeks in a row now, people who work in, in healthcare, actually. So it was it's kind of tough to avoid the whole COVID situation. And we dive into it a little bit here. But we also go into a whole bunch of stuff um, with, with Matthew here. Uh, so I'm excited for you guys to to listen to the conversation um, but I just want to, I want to give actually, I'm going to do an old school thing here and, and give some shout outs really to start things out because Johnny Casino and Dave Moore have revived Forget Being Cool. And I am loving it, dude. This was a show that back in the day, um, man, Johnny Casino, Dave Moore making all the content. Um, Day Space was <laughs> brings, is a name that a few of us haven't really heard in a long time, but I just want to give those guys a quick shout out. You guys can follow them on, on Twitter at Forget Being Cool because I'm really enjoying the podcast coming back on. Um, gosh, Johnny Casino, Dave Moore, those are longtime friends, man, for sure. So I'm, I'm loving listening to that. Uh, Grouchy Surge, I want to give a shout out to you for doing your mixture of We the Gamer Cast and the Xbox Drive, having these Skype conversations with strangers from the internet in your car, helping you deal, man. I love it. Backlog Busters, it's so good. And, uh, PSVG, holy crap. I think I've, I've talked about these guys on a various number of, whether it's, uh, here or on the Patreon, Patreon stuff. Um, they had Leah Jewer on, uh, on the latest uh, episode of PSVG Prime, and it was stellar, man. Holy crap. You should get her on, like, all the time. If that's even an option, get her on more. It was so, so good. Uh, so congratulations to PSVG. Just, just killing it lately, dude. Holy crap. Getting everybody from IGN on there. Leah this week, it was incredible, man. And, uh, with all that, guys, I hope that, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're, hope you're finding things that you're able to really just, uh, take and extract the ultimate joy out of. I know things are, are tough now, but I hope like, like honestly, like to the point where actually maybe this is me projecting a little bit. I really need a shower 
<laughs> I've had four days off, which has been awesome. We had Friday, Good Friday. Uh, we had that off, and then our work gave everybody today, Easter Monday. Uh, we had today off as well. So it's been it's been a bit since I really had to worry about work, and I completely have disconnected, uh, which is great while disconnected. Not so great when reconnecting. If you, if anybody is taking like a vacation, kind of knows what I mean. I work with a lot of people who enjoy working outside of work hours, so I'm sure that my inbox is is uh is at the maximum right now but i'm not even worried about it at the moment because i've i have taken a few days off of work and i've also taken uh i've given myself two weeks off of streaming and some of you guys saw this on twitter and um i have honestly it's been a game changer and it's it's amazing because i only stream two days a week tuesdays and thursdays but this is it has felt really incredible and actually um i mentioned the break between my chat with matthew and and recording this because i I actually, aside from chowing down some nachos with my wife in the kitchen, um, I've actually really, I, I was just kind of thinking about the things that I wanted to say to you guys tonight. And I've enjoyed just that moment of sitting quietly in my chair thinking about like, what what do I actually want to tell you guys? What do I want to say? And that's something that I have missed since kind of working from home is that I used to get that every single day um, when I take the bus, uh, whether I'm playing switch or not doing that at all um that commute that back and forth really ha- like allows me to just think and sometimes thinking kind of is beneficial sometimes I, I spiral out of control um but yeah i think that sometimes i just need to have a have a quick quiet space and and get to thinking about some stuff and with working and then jumping into the stream basically right afterwards i was in the same room for an extraordinary amount of time and I began, I began to like kind of not like this space. And I've actually, I've joked on the pants podcast how like one of the, when I do the thankful things that the three things that I'm, I'm thankful for, a lot of times I'm like, I'm just thankful for this space. And lately I've not been thankful for this space. Lately I've just been really hating it. Not hate, that's actually too strong, but I've just been kind of like it, it gets me, it gets, it gets the chest tight a little bit. So I'm not, not necessarily like hating it, but it's kind of like, I, I don't have that physical disconnect between between work, which has been which has been challenging and, and hard for a lot of different reasons, um, a lot of strained relationships for sure, uh, and that's been that's been tough. So I've really appreciated your guys' understanding in taking a little bit of time off of streaming because I obviously have needed it because it's been such a breath of fresh air to just get away uh, for a little while. I found myself finding more purpose and, uh, in other moments. Um, I've been much more active in this last week, actually. Uh, I've been doing more stretching. I'm walking the dogs. I'm cleaning the house. And it's not even during the time that like where I would normally be streaming. It's just like, that's kind of, those are other things that I've been managing to do when I'm not like racing from one moment to the next. So, uh, it's just that extra, that extra time. So I, so thank you guys. I just wanted to kind of let you know where I'm, where I'm at with that. Uh, as I record this, Lincoln turns three tomorrow. So Chelsea and I were just talking about that in the, in the kitchen as well. And it's so strange. Like the difference between two and three is, is crazy. And I haven't really thought of Lincoln as a baby in a long, long time, especially since Ellie came around and sort of like <laughs> reset the clock on all that. Um, he's a big boy, man. It's crazy. He's, he's been in a, he's been in his big boy bed for a long time. Um, but you know, he continues to change and grow every single day and we're, we're just lucky to have them, man. We're honestly, we, I just keep hearing, you know, I, everybody has challenges and I hear stories and especially working in, in healthcare and in a hospital. And I just think like, 
you know, when, when the kids are born, there's the cliche thing like, oh, I don't care if I have a boy or girl. I just hope he's happy. I was definitely hoping for a boy first. There's no question about that. But <laughs> the whole like, I just hope that they're healthy, five, 10 fingers, 10 toes, that sort of thing. Um, we're really lucky. The worst thing that ever happened to Lincoln was like the stitches on his chin from a little trip. But he's he's bound to have that kind of stuff happen. But he's a he's a good kid, man. And I have so much fun with him. And he gets excited about things that kids get excited about. And he loves doing his crafts and it's just been, it's been a ride. I know that we're just getting started, but I just want to let you guys know that we're going to celebrate his third birthday, um, in a big bad way on Saturday, actually, even though his birthday is tomorrow. Um, so Chelsea's been working on some awesome stuff with her cricket, getting some animal crossing stuff happening here. Uh, he, while I abstain from animal crossing right now, he is not, he's loving animal crossing. He's loving, we just started watching um, Super Mario Galaxy walkthroughs, uh, on YouTube a little bit. So, uh, and Ellie loving, loving Super Mario. So it's, it's good times, man. I, we're, we're doing really well. I know everybody's kind of like watching out for each other, but, um, we're holding in there for sure. And just lucky to have actually the, like the silver lining truly, like this isn't even just like, I don't even know this, this is being completely from the bottom of my heart. Like if there was ever a time to be, having to to be forced to be working from home this is the time this is awesome um kids are happy to see me lincoln runs runs in he he does the whole like he interrupts my video conferences in the morning and in the afternoon when he comes in from his nap and that's been really that's that's the blessing man that's the lucky that we're lucky so even though things are shit uh we all i hope that um there's something you guys get to look forward to um and i if you guys want to you can reach out at we the gamercast on the show let me know what is the next thing um what's the next thing that you're really looking forward to is it a game is it a is it a moment is it a tv show is it a movie that's coming out is there something in your life that you're looking forward to next i want to hear about it man i definitely i'm not just saying i really want to know um what's on your radar what's coming up what are you looking forward to uh i for one (laughs) uh, all jokes aside i i've not been i've been trying not to start a new game for the last couple of days because final fantasy 7 remake was supposed to arrive it was scheduled and actually was delivered uh, what was it on Friday, but it was delivered to the wrong spot. It was delivered to my old office, <laughs> unfortunately. And, um, I had to redirect it. It was supposed to land tonight. I even got the email saying we're three hours away and then it didn't show up. And so I'm just like, golly, I seems like I'd actually really like to play this game. <laughs> Maybe just to, just to, uh, keep me from starting another sort of like half-ass start of a game, uh, which I will, I'll be talking more about what's, what I'm playing on um, on the Xbox Drive later this week. I've been playing a little bit of my Switch, so I'll be talking about that on, on a cup of Joe and Nintendo. But why don't we, guys, why don't we just jump right into, and by right into, I mean 11 minutes in. Let's, let's chat with Matthew Keel, who um, I, I came to know through Lee Navarro and the Phoenix Overdrive crew. And we'll talk about that at the end of our chat here. And... Um, what a, what an awesome conversation this is. We this I was saying to Matthew after after uh, we stopped. I was saying every once in a while, I think about like Kevin Smith, who I think is pretty famous for, or at least what he was a while ago, uh, for having like tremendously long podcasts. Like that guy could podcast for hours. He actually might have some sort of like Guinness record for the longest podcast or something. And um, every now and then I think I think about it, and then I then I realize um, I've got to record this. <laughs> Afterwards, I got to do the intro, the outro, and that that generally keeps you from going going the distance. But we definitely could have, and I hope you guys really enjoy this. We talk about a whole bunch of stuff, including um, the current COVID situation, working in healthcare, getting married twice, uh, and mixing games into there, writing for uh, music critics, and all this sort of guys. 
we talk about everything. This is classic We the Gamer cast, like who the hell are you type of conversation. Um, most of this year, I feel like has been mostly people coming back, people who I've known, but this is the first time that we've we've directly interacted and I love it. That's the that's the heart and soul of this show. You guys can uh, can follow and support Matthew at infinite underscore rewind. You can support his podcast, which we'll talk about at story route underscore zero. Let's jump into it. Here he is, Matthew Keel. So what do you what do you do at the it's at a hospital? Yeah, I'm a, I'm an X-ray tech. You're an X-ray tech. Okay, so how's how's life now with all that? Uh, the work is the workload hasn't diminished necessarily, yeah. but it, it's just it's changed sure. a lot. Um, like we have to kind of dress differently for each patient now, and it's right. uh, it, it's a lot more stressful, and the nature of an emergency room specifically uh sort of changed real slowly with this yeah um i mean like i can almost guarantee i've been exposed yeah uh, i haven't shown symptoms or anything mm-hmm. um my wife is a healthcare healthcare provider as well she can almost guarantee she's been exposed yeah um we're practicing like social distancing with people we've come up with our own little routine to sort of get in and out of the house and try and keep it as clean as possible yeah tell me the longest uh, time you've washed your hands we're supposed to be doing 20 seconds my hands are like they're not handling it so well well is there a soap i should be after uh antimicrobial is probably the way to go i'm more Um, worried about like softness of my hands matt and and, uh, (laughs) dude (laughs) they're falling off the skin is falling off of my hands man i can't handle it my wife had to teach me skincare. It's shea butter's kind of a good thing. Invest in it. Shea um, butter. Shea butter. Believe it or not, you can find it. I don't, I'm heard Whole Foods in Canada. I don't know. There's something like it. Sure. Yeah, and I literally, it's like a, it's it was 15 bucks for like a tin that's yeah. like super super small, but little dab both hands. All of a sudden, like the scaliness is going away. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't, what about okay? So let me talk to tie, tie this into gaming too. Here's here's sure. a, a terrible thing about me is I I don't like I I could I've got moisturizer right here, which is you know mm-hmm. haha teehee is you know uh, having your moisturizer close close by. I don't want to use it most of the time because I can't handle like greasy hands with a controller. Oh, like, same. Same. So is this shea butter? Is this like, is this stuff like is no? It's it's a. It, I usually do. I honestly I do it when I'm about to eat. Yeah. Because Ooh. I use utensils, mm-hmm. and I could deal with I could deal with a little bit of sliminess on the utensils. I could deal with that. Yeah. Like if, if I'm about to hop online and play Division or Dark Souls or anything. Heck yes. It, yeah, I mean, I got to have these things as grippy as possible. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm usually like washing my hands before I use like a controller. Like if there's anything, like, especially with like kids running around, like everything is greasy oh, yeah. right now. You're mm-hmm. like, you give your kid a high five now and it's just like, oh, what were you like? What, what is this? It's disgusting. You've been inside all day. Where did you find that? <laughs> honestly, honestly, dude. Well, that was a, so going back to the x-ray tech thing, like, so we're all <laughs> staying inside. We're all yes. being safe and everything. And, and mm-hmm. fewer of us are being idiots and, and not too many people are out skating boarding and whatnot like we can only hope (laughs) i I would hope so but like so does that impact like the emergency room and and x-rays must be just different now like different types of or like i I would imagine that that would be slower but obviously that's not necessarily the case well i mean it's it's sort of like what i what i was saying earlier it's not slower it's not larger it's just different um like a lot of car accidents 
things yes, like that. Have, like nobody's seen, driving to work. I've seen I've seen way less traumas since yeah. this has been going on. Um, the way our the way my hospital's ER is set up is like there's kind of two main hubs of rooms, mm-hmm. and they have like sixty rooms. Yeah. So like the most front facing side uh we call a side that is where like you're you that's where your normal patients are going okay. so like if someone if someone you know someone fell hurt themselves possible broken bone even people still coming in with like generalized chest pain sure uh they'll go in there yeah. uh the b the b side is for anybody with suspected covid19 oh wow uh, uh and that and even then, in an ER situation, they kind of have to adapt to the the patient volume. So sometimes you have a normal patient up in the COVID nineteen thing, and we kind of have to. I we kind of question any type of X ray that we have to do that's not COVID related. Yeah. To the physician, we're like, our first question, and I'm being kind of flippant here, but like our first question is just like, how did this patient end up here? Right. And and how are we supposed to deal with this? Because if we take them out of their room all the way down to X-ray, chance of exposure to that patient goes way up. So we try and we try and one of the tenant like. This is getting into uh, this is getting into weird like not not so public knowledge but like X-ray techs Tell have me to take all the, the secrets. No, nah, I'm not. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like what was his name? <laughs> well, <laughs> it wasn't a him. It was a them. Uh, and and it got My really bad. weird. <laughs> no, uh, but um, but uh, X-ray techs take their own sort of Hippocratic oath. Yeah. When they when they gain the two letters onto their name because like. An X-ray tech is uh, their name colon RT, very right. much like if you were a doctor, Doctor Sean Capri, MD. MD. Mm-hmm. Um, we take we take an oath, and the first thing for us is ad- advocate for patients. Right. So we have, and um, I say this because it's so ingrained in the in the medical healthcare loop that you know a lot of people go to X-ray first. Right. And it's our it's our sort of job to go how necessary is this? Mm-hmm. Because x-ray technique has gone down significantly in the last 30 years, but you still have to we still have to advocate for protecting patients. What do you so mean by lot, that? What do you mean the technique has gone down over the um, years? well, so for example, let's say let's say you have a cough that is suspected pneumonia, right? And you go to urgent care. Um, at least that's how you would that's how it would be handled here. Mm-hmm. That more than likely you would get a chest X ray. That's two X rays. Our first one, step is to let the patients bleed out a little bit. Like we 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 attach leeches in Canada. Oh, fair. First, oh, right? great. Oh, oh right. man. Wait, are you nope. not in Canada? Are you not Captain Canada? Where are we talking about here? That's Matt Phillips. Oh my bad, my bad. <laughs> oh, I always mix them up. Okay, so we are talking difference between U.S. and Canada. And, yeah, so in Canada. He's in Toronto. So. It, okay, perfect. so so he knows. Matt Phillips knows that yes. you, you walk in, uh, part of the triage, no matter what, you, you're at the oh, yeah. ER, leeches, yeah. and I mean, then our, we'll kind of see. Ours is like, regardless, we're taking a quart of blood out of you, whether you want to or not. <laughs> we just do it with a needle because somehow <laughs> that's a little bit cleaner. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, he's um, so advanced. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, you get two views, and in that chest x-ray, you will get less – nowadays, you'll get less – radiation in that room than you will walking outside on a clear day okay whereas 
even as recently as the 80s, like it would be a it would be two to three times as much radiation as we would use now. Yeah. In some cases, depending on the medium you're using, it could go up to five to ten times. Perfect, perfect. So when I was getting uh, all my x-rays, like I've broken both my, my ankles twice. Okay. I've broken both thumbs. Mm-hmm. Um, I've right. got a pin put in my thumb. So like when all this stuff was happening, maximum radiation doses. <laughs> Basically. Not necessarily. I okay. mean, because you're, you're, it, cha- it changes based on the part, too. Sure. Um, so, like... Uh, but nothing in the you, chest. How, I'm 35. You know, how old are your kids? Oh, um, uh, Lincoln turns uh, three tomorrow, actually. And, oh, congratulations. And thank you. Um, we made it. Yep, so far, happy so good. Belated. Uh, Ellie, happy belated. Ellie, by the time people hear it, yep, belated. <laughs> um, and Ellie's about a year and a half. So, if, you're, if your kids needed an x-ray, uh, like the day they were born. Cause yeah. I, I do x-rays on babies as well. Um, oh the gosh. same, the same x-ray for a baby chest is the same as a finger in an adult in terms of radiation. Yeah. 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 So, you really gotta, yeah, so, I see. so you're getting significantly less even on a chest X, even than a chest x-ray. So, um, now the pin, if they did that in the OR and they used a C arm, that becomes a, that becomes a, a whole different thing. Cause mm-hmm. Fluoroscopy is actually uh, if if X ray is a photograph, uh, fluoroscopy is video. So oh, okay, using um, the same type of tech, like the same X ray to to yeah. capture the image. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. That was that was a fun time, man. Broke my broke my thumb over my brother's face because I don't know how to throw a punch. So that's uh, sure. awesome. Um, sure, just trying to defend myself. You know, just real Did bad you at learn, fighting. Though? No, <laughs> I learned. I learned. Uh, I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I also learned what what T threes were all about, um, oh, what yeah. it's like to you know get put under, which is awesome. And at least for me, I really no, like I, like I, really I got my enjoyed wisdom it. That when I was fifteen, and I savored those painkillers when right? I had them. Oh my god! When you're fifteen, you had your. I guess what that's when most people have their wisdom teeth taken out, right? Well, it's it's uh, it's funny. I know a lot of people that got it done in their late twenties, early thirties. Oh wow! Can you imagine? So, no, I, I'm like, man, I'm glad I got this done then, but. I, uh, according to my dentist at the time, and he showed me the x-rays of my teeth. He's like, yeah, your teeth are growing in such odd, awkward directions. If we even try to take them out, it's basically surgery. Mm. So, so you will get, you will get numbed. You'll be asleep yeah. and, and you won't remember any of it. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, my mouth's starting to hurt. Let's, let's do this. <laughs> do you like, I'm always curious about this with people working in the medical field. Like, do you look at like we'll, we'll start with maybe like human life or even just like the health of uh, like, do you look at life differently? Like after going into the healthcare system, I think about people who in the most extreme situation where like somebody who's in the morgue, uh, Chelsea and I were just making a terrible mistake the other night watching contagion awful okay. mistake. And yeah. they're going through like the, like there's, there's a morgue and they're doing the autopsy and everything. And they're just like, you know, cutting the head open, looking inside. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're just, it's a different mindset that for somebody who gets into the healthcare system. So I'm always curious to dive into that a little bit. It's, it's it, it becomes really jarring, yeah. Um, because you see, you see everything at yeah. <laughs> it's well, you see everything. You see everything, off. yeah. And then, but you, then you'll see it at it's most hopeful, yeah, and uh, the absolute worst, yeah. Um, and you'll and you'll also see everything. That is the absolute grossest. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if, if if I were still going to social gatherings, right? Um, if I and I'd say like I'm an X-ray tech at this hospital, and uh, and they're like, oh, 
the the first person the first thing someone usually asks so what's the grossest thing you've seen right any medical professional <laughs> any medical professional is not going to tell you the grossest thing they've seen because the grossest thing they've seen made them want to throw up you know yeah. quit it made them want to leave their job yeah. like, and uh it it that will so you won't get that you're going to get the you're going to get the party friendly thing sure um i'm not really looking for either that's fine that's fine <laughs> I, I don't i don't I, I don't like doing that story no anymore. i don't and i don't i don't want to put you on the spot on that either i like, definitely like, i have friends in like first response who've seen some stuff and they told me this stuff and it's like i just that's why i like to dive into the mind a little bit of like mm-hmm. not necessarily about the thing or the trauma or whatever it was that happened but like how do you deal like how do you prepare and then how do you kind of like come down from that and then talk yourself into going and work the next day. Uh, it's different for everybody. Like I, I learned it. I kind of learned trial by fire because in x-ray school, you're doing school and clinical at the same time. So one day you're in class, the next day you are at a hospital following techs around and they're, they're teaching you how to do the job as Mm -hmm. well as you're sort of demonstrating what you've learned. Um, and usually in the, the beauty and the curse of an emergency room or even an operating room is you don't know what's there till it's there. Right. Um, as someone who grew up very squeamish around blood and movies, like yeah, I, you know, I, I'm the minute I they said, okay, we're going to the OR. I'm like, all right. I I thought I was going into like, you know, just everything sort of seemingly control. Mm-hmm. Funny thing about an OR mm. uh, when it's your first time in there, it looks like. Uh, are you familiar with the show Home Improvement? Oh yeah, man. Of course. Now imagine, imagine, imagine Tim Allen's character and Al Borland's character both (laughs) at their at their drunkest, (laughs) and okay, and that kind of seems like what an OR is on first glance. So the the, like the doctor doesn't know. Like there's one doctor who has no idea, but like he's kind of charming. But see, that's what it seems like. Sure. I'm not saying I'm not. I I will never walk into an OR and say that doctor doesn't know. Gotcha. Got nice save. Okay, I, I see. I will. I will. I will. I will question their methods mm-hmm. sometimes, and mm-hmm. I will say maybe there's a better way for you to use less X-rays during this procedure. Gotcha. Just because that's that's my job. Um, but uh, when you've seen like a hip replacement, it's kind of like you you hear the very same sounds in a wood shop. Yeah. Yeah. I hear the and, same about knee replacements as well. Both my brother okay. and brother in law both have had knee repl- or knee kind of like um, surgery, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's the, the chips go flying and like it's oh yeah, that's okay. So that's really like that's at the core of my my question because like it it is like like hum- like the human body is it's not like I guess it is it's still a life and it's still mm-hmm. like there's still respect for the life, but like it's a it's it's mechanics essentially it's parts and it's like take mm-hmm. this part out and replace it with that part and and jam a hammer into this thing and like whatever mm-hmm. it takes to kind of get this loose to get it done is that's yeah. always been very strange to me but again i don't know like how to because i'm a very black and white person i just don't know how how people are able to reconcile like that very mechanic part of it but also there is there is a life here and there is definitely like a respect for maintaining and saving that life the only time a lot of the the life issues really come into it is when you're dealing with like cardiac and and um, sometimes cancer patients. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I've had to go in for to X-ray. Uh, what is called? I don't remember. I don't remember what they. 
I think they call them harvesting procedures at my hospital. And that's Mm -hmm. where someone has decided to donate upon passing. Right. Um, So essentially you are in an OR watching them do everything they would normally do on a live person, but a person that has passed. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to preserve the organs that they can take out of the person and hopefully get to a liver transplant or a kidney transplant or 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 whatever and that becomes uh that's where you see medical personnel kind of at least that's where i've seen medical personnel kind of walk the line uh between you know caring about the specimen as well as as if they were alive yeah and sometimes it goes to like everyone's taking this super seriously and sometimes it seems like there's blatant disregard um because everything is so compartmentalized in terms of like the healthcare team uh i tend to be on the speed at that point too like you've got to get it to the next person over so yeah exactly they have to they have to get it preserved and everything and it's and you know i can't comment on everybody's actions but i can only say what it seems like and it gets a bit dark yeah um so you use games to escape all this stuff because it like this this would be use, too much I, for most people. Well, it it was it was like I've only been in X-ray since uh, 2013. So yeah. I went I went back to school at sure. at 31. Yeah, for that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm 40, by the way. In case you were going to ask, I wasn't. But man, I was not <laughs> guessing. Holy cow! You look great. I, I well, I, the, uh, every so often in the ER, I will get asked that, and I'll, I say my secret is I don't eat well. I just tell a lot of dick and fart jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, That'll do it. Uh, it, it helps, uh, but uh, I do I do use games a lot. Uh, it's it's uh, I also use uh, stuff behind me, music, yeah, uh, movies as well, and sometimes it's sometimes it. it I'm surprised I'm not an alcoholic. Sometimes I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah. Like there have been like um You're too busy, man. You can't like that's the thing. If you're if you got a busy lifestyle and your days are kind of already spoken for, so it's tough to <laughs> fit in. Yeah, right? Yeah, it, it's it's tough and and it it's weird like uh I remember when before I went to extra school, like I was kind of I moved to Philly when I was 23. Yeah. And I kind of where, just where did, are you from originally? I'm from Iowa. Okay. So, so, so you're uh, just getting the hell out of there. Uh, uh, well, I actually, the, what got me out of there was, uh, I, I fell in love with a girl. Ooh. Uh, that lasted a while. We were married for eight years. Wow. We parted and she and I are still friends. Yeah. Um, probably the most amicable, amicable divorce I could ever imagine yeah um but uh, my wife now uh we met we've been married for just over a year oh nice look at that and yeah um but uh but oh, what was that where do we you start from yeah. iowa to philly so wait let's I, go back to let's go back to your first wife a little bit here let's go okay like, where did okay where did you guys meet where did that all happen uh we met on match.com nice in- 2002 <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so if if you remember back then uh online dating was basically uh weirdos and rapists yep yep mm-hmm. uh didn't didn't meet any of those i just i just met deanna my ex-wife yeah. um and and that was 
That was way before. Like it's very, it's yeah. very normal. It's almost like oh, yeah. if you meet somebody not online dating, it's like how the hell did you even like meet this person? Well, well, after that, I went back to it. I'm like, I don't even know how to do this anymore. Oh yeah, there's a whole there's a whole technique to it now. Oh, like, I'm, oh, thank God, oh, I said one of those. Like, thank God, I'm married. It's 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 easy. It's uh, it's easier to deal with the turnip market and Animal Crossing. Let me tell you, <laughs> Jesus, I, can't, I can't I can't escape this damn Animal Crossing, dude. Uh, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Okay, wait a minute. So t- 2002, you're a couple years older than I. I am, uh, but not by much. But you're 2002. You're you're out of high school for a couple of years. You're yes. going to online dating. Why? Um, honestly, because uh, uh, I, w- I went to online dating when I was 22. Yeah. Uh, because in the Midwest where I'm from, uh, a lot of my when I graduated high school, I didn't really. I kind of lost touch with all of my friends, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because most of them did the high school sweetheart thing. Right. Um, and between the ages of 18 and when I left at 23, I saw several, I was in several weddings, mm-hmm. uh, where people were getting married right out of high school. Then they would have kids. Yeah. Uh, then they would get divorced. Mm. Then they would get married again. Yeah. And then they would have kids there and, yeah. and oh, but they, they weren't happy yet. So they got divorced again. Oh, I think I, I was in the same person's wedding, uh, four times no way he got married four times in five years get out of here did you not oh okay yeah it's okay so, things so, not to do. so i so like i mean i you know i'm not midwestern kids have a lot of things hoisted upon them and sure. a lot of ideals and a lot of like this is what you need to be doing and uh every well, wait, time what kind of ideas i thought i i thought i knew where you're going with this with like a slipknot kind of uh, angle here but maybe not. no 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 okay uh, uh i did meet slipknot though <laughs> um, yeah they were around yeah they were around they were pretty yeah. big uh mm-hmm. one of the guys i work one of the guys i worked with uh and there's like 20 of them tw- in the band so you're, yeah your yeah, odds of just bumping into it's, them are it's pretty like good. it's like the parliament funkadelic of new metal it's fine <laughs> um <laughs> um but like the ideals were like, you, well, you're out of you're out of high school now. You are an adult. Uh, you need to either go to college or you need to get married. Gotcha. Um, and if you're not if you're not going to college, you will probably already have entryway into a job like a trade or, or some sort. Gotcha. So you guys you uh, got to have your life kind of sorted out immediately after high school. You yeah. got to have your path kind of set. So by the time you hit five years out of high school. Or so. I was I was still trying to figure out who I was yeah. at that point, and I was really taking my time because I wanted to I wanted to be right about everything. Mm. Uh, or Did at you least have I brothers or sisters? Are you only? Yeah, child? I, have a, I have a younger sister. Um, yeah. uh, but she is the responsible one in the family. Okay. Uh, at least that's what I'm pretty sure that's what my parents. How much younger say. is she? <laughs> she's three years. Younger. Okay, so but like they 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 sort of mature a little faster, so she's probably leapfrogging you in, in oh, terms yeah. of all that sort of stuff. Oh yeah. So. Okay, so like pressure's on from like kind of a community standpoint, societal mm-hmm. kind of thing, yeah. and but you're like, Mm-mm, I want to, I want to take my time. Where did well, that? Where did like? Where did the, even the? Because it just seems like if if everybody is doing this thing, like mm-hmm. where do you where do you even realize like I don't want to do that thing? Was was it something that you didn't want to do, or is it something that you just you weren't so sure, and that was um, enough of a driving force? To well, keep I, you on your path? I I had seen enough to the point where I'm like, I better make sure the person I do this with is is the right person sounds smart that sounds wise um, and it, it, you'd think not many people believed me at the time <laughs> right yeah you're out of your mind why aren't you doing what everybody else is doing but yeah exactly and i i and then i i met deanna and she was about to graduate from drake university at the time mm-hmm. and she was i think we met in 
March or April? Happy anniversary. Uh, <laughs> sure. If you want to say that. <laughs> what was your, what was your match profile? Like, uh, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't, I can't, like, I, can't I, I can't even tell you what my dating profile was that I met my current wife Reba on all I remember is the first line. I said, will not send nudes, will not ask for them. Amazing. Appar- <laughs> apparently that, apparently that got a ton of likes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or at least it did uh, on the okay Cupid sect. Nice. Um, but she was, you know, months away from moving here. And then by the time that came around, I'm like, okay, I think I'm, I think if, if I really care about you, I would like to follow you. Yeah. She was like, well, I was, I really care about you. I kind of want to see where this goes. Come along. Mm-hmm. Um, I saved money for about six months and, and then moved. Uh, I had been here once in the interim just to visit her and see what the lay of the land was. And it didn't seem too scary. Like it wasn't, I didn't get the whole, I didn't get the culture shock thing till I went back. Really? Which is really weird. And yeah. And frankly, because in the section of Philly I lived in the first time, it was relatively busy. So I got used to noise right. like, all night. Yeah. Uh, and then I go back home for the first time. And at, in, in the Midwest, it's super quiet after 9 mm-hmm. p.m. Mm-hmm. So I went, I went out for a drive. I'm like, there is nobody out here. Yeah. Now I know where the boogeyman comes from. Oh, it comes snap. from the Midwest. <laughs> like, it's, it's so crazy. And, like, I, it's not like – in the Midwest, I was, you know, stranded on a farm. Like right. I was, I was in Des Moines, Iowa, which is the only thing in that state that be, can be considered a city. I'm not going right. to compare it to. You're in Edmonton, if I remember correctly, yep. right? Yeah. I'm not going to even come close to comparing it to Edmonton. Oh snap! Really? No, it's definitely not comparing to Philly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like their the their claim to cityhood in my mind is, hey, they've got three skyscrapers. Nice. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've got some they've got some traffic lights and everything. Yeah. So what what about what about gaming at this point in your life as well? Like so, because I always found it interesting, like when when things start to get serious with a girl or with a, a significant mm-hmm. other or whatever, and it's like. You know, at some point you're going to go, I really actually like games and I hope that's okay. Like, I remember, like, when I got married, um, uh, I was just like, how did they was the, the whole notion of like meeting friends on the internet and like mm-hmm. learning about other people and like actually moving on with like the rest of their lives, um, having kids, uh, getting married and still, uh, enjoying video games. Like, there was so much of a, like, um, there was so much stigma around video games that it was yeah. like, if you're such a dork that you like video games, there's no way you're going to meet a girl. You're not going to get married. You're not going to get, and it's like, when you manage to like do that, I, I was like, oh man, I like broke the curse. I, like, as if you're the mm-hmm. first one, where were you at in your, in your kind of like life journey? Like, were you, were you always gaming? And like, did you introduce it at a certain point or a chosen point with um, your, with your wife? I was always, I mean, I've, I was always gaming. I think the one there was a brief moment in time where I had stopped from about 2005 to about 2010. Like the mm-hmm. last game I played in that was uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, and I was like, "This is really good." And and if I if I came across like a game that really hit me in a way, I would basically take a break from the hobby, right? Just because I kind of wanted to just. I kind of wanted to just wrestle with that or, or just simmer in that or just remember that as fondly as I could. Nice. Um, and, uh, about 2010, uh, right about the time I had started 
you know, prereqs for x-ray school. Right. Like that was when I'm like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to pick up, I'm going to pick up a PS3 or nice. I'm, I'm going to pick up an Xbox 360 or, and I think I, I did, I actually went the other way. I had Xbox 360 and then I went to PS3. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was using that to deal with a lot of the stress of just being laid off because I had been laid off a couple of times in the preceding couple of years. Yeah. So uh, I I kept doing that, and uh, Deanna just wasn't into it. Like I would I would show her uh, a game, and she's like, "Wow, that's really pretty." She did watch me play uh, the entirety of Red Dead Redemption, though. Oh wow! So so she's like this. I'm, she's like, this looks like this looks like a Sergio Leone movie. I mean, yeah. of course I'm going to watch this. Yeah, and it's uh, amazing. Like the ones that kind of catch on, like, they're always surprising. They're always the ones that you, you might think, oh, this is the one for the girlfriend, right? Like it's yeah, like, like Red Dead Redemption is a long ass game, and it's yeah, like, she didn't she didn't moments. want yeah, she didn't want anything to do with the controller. But when uh, un, when I started playing Undead Nightmare, and she's like, wait a minute, Freaking is your is, is, is your, hor- <laughs> is your horse? farting rainbows i go no that's its tail but it looks like it when you run (laughs) (laughs) so it didn't really get in the way of of anything or Um, it wasn't like awkward to kind of like reintroduce or anything like that it it did it it wasn't it wasn't awkward for me she was just not into it it did kind of get in the way because when i started getting when i started getting into i I, like i got really into uh, a kart racer called mod nation racers oh yeah man and I had a, a crew of people that I would play games with. Yeah. A couple of them I still chat with till the, to this day. Nice. Um, and I, I, I just wish that there was another game like that. Uh, I know. Just play on your Vita. Just just pick up the old Vita and just play it on that. I mean, <laughs> I didn't like the Vita version of that I'm game. Just, I didn't like it. Either. It, was, it, was really, it seemed like it was really slow to get like, into anything. It was it was slow to get into anything. And then for some reason, I'm like, man, this feels like it feels like if you had Mario Kart on Super Nintendo or Nintendo 64 and then you tried to play pole position on the Atari. Sure, yeah. Without any of the graphical changes, mm-hmm. just the speed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, this, it's, it's, it's just not right. It's, it's not... It's not doing it for me. So, so yeah. Uh, so you have your friends on the internet kind of pulling you in one direction. Mm-hmm. So was, have, was it, were you ever into anything like World of Warcraft or anything like that? No. Uh, by the time... Uh, I had moved. I my PC at that point was so out of date. I was it was either like I needed I had to choose to get a console or I had to wait months to save for a PC. So yeah. I chose I chose the console. Nice. Um, uh, and then uh, just getting back to uh, gaming now, like my wife now my wife now she's not a gamer per se, but she's if I'm talking about something. Uh, she'll at least want to check it out. Yeah, um, that's like, sweet. We, I've got her. I've got her playing. I like, for instance, when I did Breath of the Wild uh, on Nintendo Switch, she loved to do the cooking. Mm-hmm. So she, I'm like, I'm like, I have a bunch of food. You want to cook? She's like, let's cook. Nice. <laughs> it was like Breaking Bad up in here, except we were making durian. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's a process. <laughs> yeah. She gets and, all Walter White on. You just like. Oh yeah. She's like, and and you know, and she's and she's a, a fantastic cook in real life. So she'll instead of actually looking for like recipes, she'd be like, well, let's see what happens when we do this. And like usually, all of the items she would pick would actually make a meal, and it would benefit. 
link in some way, shape, or oh, form. Oh, that's cool. And I, mean, I, I would like, definitely throw random stuff together because I don't know how to cook in real life or in Breath of the Wild. So. Oh yeah, anytime I tried, I got the I got the what was the it was the pixelated food. I forget yeah, like what they a question. It. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm like, like, <laughs> yeah, that's it, about right. Because she's like, well, show me how to do it. And I'm like, well, you pick a bunch of things and you put mm-hmm. it in the pot and, and it does the it does that cool ass music and, mm-hmm. and and food pops out. She's like, what's all this pixelated stuff? And she's like, or she's like, is that can you eat that? I'm like, no, that's stuff I made. She's like, oh, that makes sense. That's really <laughs> funny. <laughs> you keep it alone just just like, long enough for somebody she, else to judge you for it. Yeah. And, she, and, well, and, and like, I'm like, well, I can't eat this. And I I think I just hadn't decided to drop it at some point. But yeah. then she's like, well, here, well, let's try this. And she made like the pumpkin stew, like right off the bat. I'm like, damn, what the hell's this? Yeah. And you're just collecting all this random stuff, all this, yeah. all these random ingredients. Um, um I want to close the loop a little bit. Uh, so how did you, okay. So go back one wife. Um, sure. how did, how did you, how did that, you said it came to an amicable close. How did, like, when did you realize like, okay, this is actually not gonna, it's not, forever. um, it was, it was the, it was it was X-ray school, yeah. and it by the when I was in X-ray school, she went for her masters. Yeah, uh, both of so us. You're just like max stressed out. Yeah, it, both of us had, were working enough to the point where it was like a 24 hour situation for us. Yeah, and like I did my best to sort of try and stay up while she was doing her homework after her work and. She would try and stay up with me if I was studying for a test, and eventually we we both just just wrecked by the end of it yeah but we we came out of it uh two very stressed out different people Mm -hmm. uh going in different ways yeah what a transformation and uh there are i mean there were other things that happened that i'm really not that i'm really not going to go into yeah Uh, but we had come to we came to a point where we're like we could stay together and hate each other or yeah. we can split and hopefully maintain some semblance of a friendship and mm. and we chose the we chose the gamble on the ladder yeah um i i think the the hardest thing about that was our friend, our, our mutual friend group kind of just scattered to the wind. Like yeah. neither of us really talk to them anymore. Oh, that uh, sucks. Usually you'd think like sometimes it'd be like see, pick a side. Well, and see, and, and, and coming back to online dating, that's why I started dating is because I'm yeah. like, I can't, I can't, I can't go. I can't try and hang out with my friends because chances are she'll come into the conversation and I don't want to be that guy who's bagging on his ex or I don't want right. to be that guy, you know, on a day where I'm like, you know, love Lauren or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, like George Costanza after Susan dumped him. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't want to be that guy, so I can't really f- force that on them. So yeah. I actually started dating just to get, just to keep my social muscles limber because I was working redonkulous hours. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I just didn't want to stay in my apartment. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't, I mean, as I can look at, I, every, like every so often Reba, my wife now, she'll go like, do you miss your old apartment? And I'll be like, yeah, because it was, it was a place where I could go and just sort of be me. Yeah. It's your space. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, 
It's just like yeah, I had contained. Yeah, and because it, it, she's like, yeah, your apartment basically was an outward manifestation of everything in your head because like it was, I sit in my living room surrounded by music, movies, and video games. Yeah. So perfect bachelor pad. <laughs> so man. I I had a, I had a great time there. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't go back there, but because uh, I would life life sustaining that was it was really not no doubt um so you moved to philly though for your first wife yes and did you ever regret like that that's a huge life change like i can't even i, can't, I always talk about like i live 25 minutes away from my parents i'm not moving any further than mm-hmm. this like you never wanted to go back like you discovered that's where the boogeyman came from well, like you're you're settled in <laughs> philly i almost went back after, yeah after the divorce i almost yeah. went back uh then i'm at I met my second wife. I was really close. Yeah. And I think, I think at, at the first outset, my parents were kind of like angry with Reba for keeping me here, but mm-hmm. they've met her and they, they realized that she's kind of wonderful for me. So, yeah, that's, um, sweet, man. that's I that's didn't, sweet. I didn't want to go back because I'm, uh, Philly is Philly was is actually has actually been pretty good to me in terms of like my interests. Um, I in the time I've been here, I was actually able to become a music critic for five years. Nice. Um, I got paid to make movies for a brief time. Um, I was able to sit in on some sessions with my best friend Jason as he made his album. So like I, I got to I got to do a lot of things I was really interested in. While I was here, uh, dude, I thought I was going to talk to you about jumping in on podcasts, but let's let's <clears throat> sink into this a little bit because, okay. like, how do you get into being a like a professional like music critic? How the heck does that even happen? Uh, it, I, it was a website, and I asked. God damn, it's really that easy. It, I mean, can I ask you a question? <laughs> how did you get involved with Weed the Nerdy? Damn it, yeah, it's pretty much the exact same thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now that you say it, that's that's really funny. It was exactly the same thing. I actually didn't how, even ask. How did how did your how did your very? I mean, I'm I know this is your first podcast, and I know it's yeah. changed over the years and whatnot. But yeah. like, how did this start for you? Yeah, that was pretty much it. I was on yeah. a Facebook group, and yeah, it was um, actually somebody else was asking for advice on like how do I get started with doing stuff. And another guy, Andrew Samachek, who runs We the Nerdy, was like, "You yeah. should do this." Like, we when this is how we did a We the Nerdy. I'm like, "Cool, that sounds something I'd like to get involved in." And he's like, "All right." And then it kind of we met in a comment section. Not even like he was yeah. posting or I was posting. It was like, "That's cr- yeah." So basically, it's the see, same idea. Now think about that sentence. You met yeah. in a comment section. Yeah, that's I never even way, like boiled it down. To that's that. way dirtier than online dating. At this, that point. is dirty. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, man. Uh, Facebook had kind of like it come along a little bit, but she's the more and more like I I don't go on Facebook at all anymore, and I don't know if like it's changed at all in the last little bit, but I just I for my own sanity so that I don't like go waste six hours. I already waste enough time on Twitter, but mm-hmm. it was like well, as soon as they did videos on on Facebook. And when one video ended, you're watching another video. And it's like, why am I watching this person like mm-hmm. bake or whatever it is? I'm like, I'm not going to bake. I'm not going to make this food. I just wasted three hours of my life watching this stuff. But yeah, like you're, you're not wrong. Um, mm-hmm. definitely met a lot of people in random ass comment sections on, on video yeah. game Facebook groups. It's real weird, man. That's like, kind of dirty. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just like, man, I've met some of my closest friends in the dirtiest way. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, same That's thing. really funny. Yeah, same so, like I just asked, and there, and then the editor in chief emailed me, and it was basically a okay. So you're interested? We have to have a conversation about this. And I'm yeah. like, oh, you mean an interview? And he's like, well, 
interviews for a job, you know, we're not exactly, we're not exactly paying. I'm like, oh, okay, well I'll have a conversation. Yeah. And basically we talked about music for two to three hours. And what did like, you so- feel like, what did you feel like your credentials were? Like, did you feel uh, like you're getting something serious, like seriously? Like I remember like we, the nerdy, I was like, dude, I'm glad you brought it up. Cause I was like, Oh man, I better, I better like chop up on my writing skills and everything. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's a blog. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so yeah. like what did you like where it was mostly just like an obsession with music that compelled you to go like, I want to write about this. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was exactly that. And I, I mean, I spent a lot of time like, it, I don't really, I haven't really read many books since I left high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I regret that. But what I have read is a lot of like both short and long form criticism of either music uh, and, and movies predominantly. And then yeah. I've gotten into more long form criticism of games. At least I did that once, uh, once, uh, my first podcast started and that was platinum achievements. I'm like, okay, I probably have to pay attention. To this. That's a so, great name for a podcast. Holy crap. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good time for 53 really episodes. Good. I really, I really miss it. Uh, I, I wish things hadn't ended the way it did, but hey. oh man. Yeah. um, but, uh, but what kind of music are you into that you're like, I want to write about this kind of music? I, I was into everything. Yeah. Um, and I think that I had a feeling was, you'd say that I, well, I, my editor in chief, he was the first person that really said, okay, you have to clarify everything because, <laughs> exactly. because if I'm going to give you a review and you say you're into everything, I'm going to troll you a little bit. I don't nice. think that, I don't think he used that phrase, but he's like, I'm going to mess with you in some mm-hmm. way. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? It's like, okay, so you're into everything. You want you want to get some new uh, traditional polka music that's coming out because there's Heck always yeah. there's always some of that. I'm like, okay, uh, I don't really know anything about that. He's like, but you're into everything. Nice. Like, All right, fair. I, I see. <laughs> I see where you're going here. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like you guys would get along though. I feel like that that like that personality like clicks with you pretty well. It did. Like it, yeah. It, I mean, he he taught me a lot. He he taught me a lot about the the holes in my own music taste. Um, okay. and I say that I, I choose that because there were stuff that like, I just didn't know anything about. Right. And so eventually I started asking for music based on that. I'm like, Hey, I don't know anything about metal. Yeah. Let me try a metal album. And he would you start with, uh, the first, uh, metal album I reviewed, I think was Mastodon's remission. Damn. And <laughs> it's a Mastodon. I love it. And, uh, and, and well, he said before he before he said review this. He's like, okay, you're gonna you're gonna need to learn some things. You're gonna need to figure some things out because like, yeah, if you've never heard, if you've never really been into metal, you have to find out what kind of metal you're into. Yeah, dude. Just like, and that's just like with if you if you're into rock, you have to figure out what kind of rock you're into. Are you mm-hmm. into White Stripes and Black Keys, or are you into Nickelback? And yeah. you know, there's a, there's a, <laughs> there, there 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 are ways Pretty to different. go here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So so and that's kind of how I found out that like there's a there's an easy way to just expand your own palette and did you ever discover that that um that the Mega Man 2 soundtrack is basically like a chiptunes version of of metal like there's a lot of like galloping triplets Mm -hmm. and everything in there like Mm -hmm. i've always loved i'm like because i grew up like way later i started like metal metal way later (laughs) i mean like yeah like yeah exactly metal Mm -hmm. man yeah um, but I remember like my friends were really into like System of a Down, and I remember listening to it the first time. I'm like, this is absolute trash. I think this mm-hmm. is absolute garbage. And now I'm like completely obsessed with it. And it, it yeah. started like when I started getting into metal. It's like 
I, I started laughing at it at first. And my mm-hmm. friend would show me like a, like an album and go like, listen how fast this is. And that's actually kind of how he sounded. His name is Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Uh, <laughs> he's like, he'd show me like Bullet from my Valentine. And he's like, check this oh, out. Like, <laughs> like, and we would just laugh at how outrageous this stuff was. Right. And before I knew it, I'm like, I think I'm starting to like this outrageous. And that was like my, so my on-ramp into something that is so like terrifying, like some metal is like truly disturbing. And I just thought like, well, if I laugh at it, then I'll, maybe I'll start to like it. And that's yeah. exactly what ended up happening. That was my on-ramp for that. that my, my on-ramp into, into metal originally, like the first, like the reason I knew what metal was, uh, uh, my stepbrother, who's five years older than I am, uh, when we were we were at shared visitation with my biological father um and he brought uh he brought two tapes uh both were by metallica yep and they were ride the lightning and master of puppets yeah that's yeah, like so many people's like i that, that's their entry i and he's 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 like he's like i really like this but i don't like it when they get all fast i'm like those are the best parts though <laughs> oh that's so I funny mean, yeah because they had a lot of like mixes i even as like a five and six year old i was like These, that's that's the that's the good stuff <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so, you think like when it gets slow and boring especially in those albums they have a lot of a yeah lot of different like they, those those songs go places for mm-hmm. sure Dude, that's hilarious. So what about like in, in – like do you listen to – does like your love for music carry over into gaming as well in terms of like soundtracks and stuff? Like do you have favorite oh, yeah. soundtracks? And, oh, yeah. My favorite yeah. soundtrack – my favorite gaming soundtrack of all time is Persona 4. Oh, hands, dude. I love it. I love down. it. Yes. Okay. So that was like – okay, speaking of on-ramp, that's my like – oh, maybe I don't hate and don't think that like J-pop is all that ridiculous. Like maybe it's – maybe it's I can really... listen to this, man. Well, and, and then you realize that you if you – if you if you get into it the way I did, I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of there's a lot of ABBA in this music, mm-hmm. and you know, and growing up in, in in high school in the Midwest, there were you either had you had to like oldies, you had to like classic rock, you had to like what was on alternative radio, uh, you had to skip disco completely. Yep. Um, and I was the kid who was like, I really like techno. I really like disco. Nice. This stuff's fun and y'all are missing out. Uh, mm-hmm. but so that's a, it's a whole other tangent, but yeah, no persona four is, uh, is my favorite of all no time. Kid. Dude, I, that's amazing. I would give anything to get that on one of these. <laughs> on get, vinyl? Yeah. Is it, it's gotta be, it's gotta exist. Nope. It doesn't wow well i've got like it's funny because i still i'm talking myself into like starting up another playthrough of persona 5 which i think i put maybe like 20 hours into the first time mm-hmm. and that that comes completely from like my love of persona 4 golden which i played on the vita yeah and my first thing was like it's got great music persona 5's got great style and everything but it's like man it's just not it's not the same it's, so it's, i gotta maybe i'm more distant from persona 4 golden now that maybe now would be a good time to jump into it there's a well the, there's a weird difference uh between because like i look at persona 4 golden like i played it you know in 2000 or i played it in 2010 yeah. um on ps2 this is, it was the last thing i played before i bought uh an xbox 360 and then um and then i when i played uh, golden on Vita, like mm-hmm. I mean, it was really short after because it came out what 2012 on Vita, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I, I just I found that this was like th- it was like a real coming of age game. 
Mm-hmm. Very. I mean, it, there was so much that b- went into my love of Persona Four because it reminded me of like old French New Wave movies. It reminded mm-hmm. reminded me of like uh, the movie Rushmore in a way, where it's it's kids trying. It's it's these kids figuring out who they are and uh, how to deal with themselves. Yeah, and that's a beautiful thing. And Persona Five is, you know, kids that are already that are already semi assured of themselves, but they have mm-hmm. to deal with the darkness in others. Right. And, um, sometimes the darkness within you is way more intriguing than the darkness in others because yeah. it can be avoided. Well, and it, it creates, I think more of like a, more of a journey too. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, if you're looking at the darkness in others, like a lot of the, at least from my experience with the, the sort of like the bosses, so to speak, like yeah. the, the dungeons that you kind of go into, it's like, they're pretty one note. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't really too much like redeemable about the gym teacher, I think. Yeah, they're very right. little. Yeah, it's just like, man, this guy's, this guy's kind of just a piece of crap. I think he might be a pedophile. I think like, no, there oh, be... uh, there's no thinking. He definitely is. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why I have to be. Why, why, why be gentle? Like it's, yeah. it's pretty much confirmed at this and, stage. And but see, like thinking about thinking about how we could talk about that gym teacher. Whereas you know, if you are embodying. Uh, you know, if you were embodying like your best friend, mm-hmm. uh, like, and you look at like, I don't want my best friend to hate themselves. Yeah. And that's an, that's an easier concept to grasp. Yeah. And it's an easier thing to support than, uh, well, and you just have a different relationship too. like yeah. watching, like hanging out with Kanji for so long. You're just kind of just like, what? Oh man. Like he's not this, this. He is tough, but he's 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 got this whole other side to him. And watching mm-hmm. him, like his journey is just fascinating as well. What yeah. other like what other soundtracks to kind of like um, come to mind when you think of like best uh, soundtracks? Oh, oh boy, um, Crypt of the Necro Dancer is a favorite. What in the world? <laughs> Out of nowhere, okay. Oh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer is, uh, is a favorite. I would say my second favorite is actually Pixel Junk Eden. Nice, um, but uh, Cuphead soundtrack's really good. Oh yes, yep. Uh, I almost want to just turn around and see what I've got back here. Oh, I have the Portal 2 soundtrack. That's or no, Portal 1. I have Portal mm-hmm. 1. Um is that a mix of like cuz I I see the Clash, I see a few others. Like is that um, a mix I, of I did I did this uh this uh this is supposed to be my wall background for my show tonight, but uh, yeah. I had a really bad migraine and I'm I'm like okay, I either have to go on my show and try and reschedule this, uh, which I don't know what your schedule's like and I'm just like, you know what? I have to I have to try and take a nap through my show and come on this one. Oh man, you definitely, um, if, if, if anything comes up, please guys, like I, you or anybody like just whatever, man, I, I get I've, it. Well, see, I've also been in this position where I've like been sick last minute and then never, never had the end round again. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to, that's all good, man. I'll, well, I appreciate I'll, you pushing through. I'll be on my show next week. I'm not going anywhere. And hopefully what's your show. Tell me about more about your show. Tell me uh, about it's, your stuff. It's called story route zero. Um, it, it, it kind of formed with, uh, myself, um, Captain Canada, Moose Mm -hmm. and Jason, all of us were kind of in my last thing, uh, nerds gone rogue. And that sort of imploded at the very end. Yeah. After like four and a half years. Yeah. And then we're going a while. And then I, I just said, I'm like, Hey guys, I kind of don't want to stop podcasting. Mm -hmm. And 
all I all of them were like me either. <laughs> like <Yeah>. okay, <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, I I got uh, a lot of help from the man who set this up, uh, Lee Navarro. Because yeah, he's the best. I love him. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I, we're, we're, the world is honestly a better place for Lee. Lee, Becky, and Ray. Like yeah, um, I. I in fact, the first time we ever interacted was when you were a guest on their show mm-hmm. and I pointed out your old PlayStation name and I think I made a very bad impression. If I did, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't lasting and you wouldn't have been the only one and I would have, it would have been well-deserved. And did, I still get, you did, I, you did laugh. So. <laughs> I, uh, God, it's, so, it's so bad. And I still get, Bungie didn't get the name change, by the way. Change, I was now able to change my PSN. Mm. Um, Bungie doesn't know that. Oh, so I still okay. get, Dear Awesome Schlong. Oh, gee. <laughs> like, I still... <laughs> it still happens, I mean, at man. the very least, it could be a confidence booster. Oh, God, it's terrible. It was... It's because it rhymes... It sort of doesn't rhyme. Um, an old friend of mine... Or old, actually, an old friend of my brother's mm-hmm. uh, was obsessed with Beavis and Butthead. Awesome. And would, <laughs> right? So, and this is like... This is going back years, man. Like, this is going back a long, long time. And so he thought Sean and Schlong were close enough. So he would all he was always calling me Schlong in Beavis's voice, right? I actually don't even know if I've ever really explained this, but that's no, where it came from. But that's actually that's that's kind of awesome. Yeah. Like, so like, everybody named Sean just you know somebody's sure. just like a Beavis and Butthead uh, yeah. obsession away from calling you Schlong, or just or, they, or they're or they're just a fifteen year old boy. I mean, that's pretty much exactly <laughs> what it was. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's like, I need to keep it from my bungalow. Like, exactly. It was. All that stuff. So uh, combine that with uh, the fact that Metal Gear Solid was was up and coming. That was that was a very popular thing at the time. So you had Solid Snake. Um, but if I was playing the game, then it was Solid Schlong, which is hilarious in and of itself. Um, and it yeah, been, eventually naked schlong going against yeah, uh, <laughs> all the different types, all the different types, man. This so, is I can't so believe. By this. the time Metal Gear Solid Five, were you were you what was it? What was there's the, a bunch. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Metal Gear Solid 5, I think we're, I think we're probably Schlong? done by that time. <laughs> or was, is that what he was? I don't remember. Oh, dude. I, <laughs> yeah, big, no, there's a big boss that could obviously, that could work there too. But yeah, no, um, um, Solid Solid Snake or Solid Schlong would, would venture off. He would then have his own, he became his own character outside of, of the Metal Gear universe. Uh, uh, yes, this fanfic is amazing. So there was, <laughs> there, there was, there was Solid Schlong of the Klondike. Um, he would gallivant and venture off and then if you go up north, you'd be Arctic Shalong. Um, there's a okay. Hotmail address uh, awesome. out there somewhere. Uh, and then there was Awesome. And, and everything, at a certain point in everybody's life, everything is awesome. Yes. So there there be a, is uh, Awesome that, Shalong. That Lego movie was way better than it needed to be. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that's that's when, that was like the culmination of everybody. Like, I think I like the word awesome. I remember I went to, I worked with a guy also named Sean. He was just like, that's awesome. Everything's awesome. Awesome. Like so annoying that is like, I can't. And you're like, I hate every time this guy says awesome, but it's like around you so much that I think I'm saying awesome all the time too. And then it became my PSN. So, so yeah, no, I, I, I well-deserved. Um, and, and this is where I know that like the next generation is, is better than all of us Mm -hmm. is because like, they're like, like I remember when I met like, blessing um from okay beast and now he's a kind of funny now yeah. um when he was like 23 24 and i'm like oh man i he's he, we're talking about this as well and i realized that he would never name himself awesome schlong and i'm like that's exactly when i did it was when i was like 23 years old mm-hmm. and he's like like we're we're kind of beyond that now aren't we and i'm like uh 
Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Now and I'm like, but then I'm someone like goes beyond. Him. No. Yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yes. Anyways, all to say, the world is better for the Phoenix Overdrive yes. family. Yes. Um, how did you guys end up like? Because because we just did Extra Life um, in Rome, New York last year, and I was actually just commenting on last week's show about how, like. I don't even know if we'll be able to like from I don't know if the borders will be open for non-essential travel. Exactly. Like right? I I've uh I've been plan I've I've been planning to get back there because I went yeah. in 2016. Um and, and let me tell you there's I still can't unsee when Lee scored his goal in Rocket League and pulled his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh We all do our things. We all do our things. I, so how did you guys where did you guys like come together? Facebook comments Ray, group. Tell me. Uh, Ray and I came together in Beyond. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he and I, we had we had friended each other forever ago on PSN, and then I think it was three years until we actually played a game together. Oh wow. Uh, but when he 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 brought up that he brought up his Facebook group, Phoenix Overdrive for Extra Life. I'm like, oh well, I'm interested in Extra Life, so I'm joining that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the game evolve came out yeah man and he and i played a bunch of that together yeah and he had mentioned in our our sessions there that he was starting a podcast and like and that was and i was just kind of like man i want to start a podcast um, <laughs> <laughs> because of the obsession with with beyond and everything no i i i wanted to i'd want to start a podcast for a very long time uh, basically since i'd become familiar with the medium i'm like i'd love to be on one of these and and but I didn't know, like, going from, you know, zero to podcast uh, right. seemed like an impossible journey. Yeah. Um, and plus the podcast I was listening to, like, clearly had money behind them. And I was right. just like, okay, well, like, I at this point, I had been listening to, like, the, the things that brought me into podcasting that made me, like, say, I'm going to do this were um, there was an old soccer podcast called World Football Daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was the Giant Bombcast. Like yeah. those were the ones I'm like, I'm going to do this. <clears throat> I just got to figure it out. Well, and then when I saw, when I saw Ray Lee, uh, and Kyle originally started, um, they were, they were coming up with, they were talking in, in either on the show or in the Facebook group about segments and names for segments. So I just started throwing out just ridiculous. Come on ridiculous names of segments so like the hype train spoiler cast of games i'm pretty sure that's is you yeah that's me that's amazing i love that <laughs> um, dude <laughs> and then i think on their very first episode they did we're going to do the community member of the week and i'm pretty sure it was todd oxtra no i'm almost way. positive it was todd oxtra but and i said and i basically went into the facebook group after i had seen that and i said Pawn Star is a very missed opportunity, and then it became the Pawn Star. <laughs> and they leaned into everything with like the with yeah. the sound effects and everything. A Pawn Star. I don't yeah. know who does the voice, that's, but that's Becky. That's Becky. Oh, oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. She, she she yelled at me about how many takes it took her to get that right. <laughs> but so by the time 2016 rolled around, I had been talking to them. I'd even been. I think at this point, I had been on their E3 show. Um, because you want to talk about a naming problem. Um, my Facebook name originally was Shaniqua De Laurentiis. Okay. <laughs> it was very jarring when they found out this was attached to that name. Uh-huh. And, and the reason that is because in x-ray school, um, we, uh, my clinical team, we would all get together for study groups. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
wonderful, wonderful woman named Tu. She's Vietnamese. Um, every time I would call her, she's like, explain this to me. And it would say Matthew Keel or Shaniqua De Laurentiis. Yeah. Both of us had the same number, but neither of us knew who Shaniqua De Laurentiis is. Okay. So, and then eventually, and then the second year of extra school, they said, okay, we're going to make Matt our, our class president because he seems to be the only one with his head together. Here. Wow. <laughs> which is, I'm like, wow. Default, default. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and they're, and they're like, you should join Facebook so we can do study groups. I'm like, I don't want to join Facebook. And, uh, two goes, well, just use that name that pops up when you're on my phone. And I'm like, what do you mean? You mean Shaniqua? And she's like, yeah, just just log on as that if you're only going to do it for this. And uh, I'm like, that seems kind of racist. And she's like, but none of us know you're none of us think you're racist. So it's fine. So it's fine. I'm like, all right. And then then, the best. And then eventually I ended up in several Facebook groups and people had. And then like when I first met. My co-host Moose. It was in a Rocket League tournament for Platinum Achievements, and I'm like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" He's like, "Shaniqua." I go, "Yeah, it's Matt. Don't worry about that." Oh my <laughs> god! Well, I think the first time that I had come across, like, you had your name like phonetically spelled out. I think at some yes. point too. Right? Yes, like, I, I did yeah. that after I started working. <laughs> after yeah, I, I finally got extra jobs. <laughs> so it's like it's yeah, not not Shaniqua, but also like you're not. It wasn't really searchable. Like nobody. Yeah. Nobody knows to search like mm-hmm. Matthew and then yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely um, that I was really, that that was me really off funny little, in online dating profiles that link to Facebook. So they're like, "Do I call you Math?" I'm like, "Yeah, my, my name is Matthew. I introduced myself as that. You can call me what you want. It's, mm-hmm. it's, don't call me late for dinner." Um, <laughs> but, uh, so now you're doing the show. Now you're yes. now you're doing what was it called again? Story Route Zero. Okay, is this a video game podcast? Um, it is. Um, we just did our first uh, game club. Uh, we did it on an indie like game. Like a book club? Yep. I've we, always wanted to do one of those. Oh, you're welcome anytime. I am so bad at finishing games. What game did you guys do? We did Moonlighter. It's an indie. We've kind of decided. Oh, yeah. Kind of decided we're going to do like indie titles. Because um, th- you can finish them? I say small, but this Moonlighter itself gets really deep in ways that I did not expect it to, but it's, mm. it, it's very finishable. Um, I think we'll probably leave out roguelikes, which are, are kind of a fascination of mine. But, uh, our next one is a point and click adventure called Thimbleweed park. Yeah, man. So we we are excited for that. Um, the, ide- are you leaning into game pass and stuff with us too? Like where everybody um, has the same games or what are you guys playing on? We, we, well, I only play on PS4 and switch at the moment. Um, okay, I'll take that as a personal attack. That's fine. Hey, man, I, I'm I, just kidding. I both. I, I, I realize. I realize that I'm dealing with the person who hypothetically runs Nintendo, so I better That's have true. a switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we always we dive into that a little bit every once in a while on Cup uh, of Joe. I, I do. I, I I think that was the last time I was severely engaging with a lot of a lot of folks' content. I actually had to take a take a break from a lot of it. But um, yeah, I think we all did. But uh, uh, loved you. I loved you and Bobby on that show. Um, oh, thanks, man. Um, I got a funny story about Bobby in a moment. But uh, um, but I play on P- uh, PS4 and Switch. Uh, Jason plays on. I think he has everything. I think he plays PS4, Switch, Vita, uh, yeah. PC. My, my Vita <laughs> is closer by than it should be. Like it's it's within access. Like I can go grab it. It's, right it's, now. I still play it. 
it's my spelunky it's it's my spelunky machine like that's oh that's amazing if, if i is spelunky not on switch can you not just get that on switch not. how is that possible exactly everything <laughs> is on switch how is spelunky not on switch holy cow I, I, i'm pretty sure there are like three important indie games that are not on switch from the last mm-hmm. decade i know spelunky's mm-hmm. one of them i know pyre's one of them Ooh. and i think actually you could probably you could probably up that number to all of the brendan chun games because yeah uh, they're important um so how often are you guys doing the show now because you're like you're dead once a week, so are you finishing a game within a week? Is that the no, no, is no, that the no, goal? No. The, okay, do, so you're our, playing our, along with it. Our game club is once a month. Oh, okay. So we'll do the first week of every month. We'll do game club. Our next one is May the fourth. Um, nice, and also with you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I hate that Star Wars day. <laughs> uh, isn't it amazing how like eventually these things like kind of catch fire, like Mario Day? Yeah, like somebody would like wrote like, down in all like, caps, like Mario, Martin. Like Mario Day, come on. Not, or and and seven mass effect yeah like, yeah november 7th yeah, I, it, yeah. I, but i you know people be fans let them be fans what are what are some of like your all time like i don't like it's funny because anybody asked me this question i get like i don't get angry but i'm like i don't know how anybody can possibly have like a definitive these are my favorite games of all time but like if i ask you a question like that like what are what are some of your favorites um my favorite game of all time actually changed uh yeah last year of course it can change. Um, well, but see, it it still holds true to what was my original favorite game of all time. Okay. Uh, my, my original favorite game of all time is the original Legend of Zelda. Sure. Yeah. And it's not because it, it actually because of, it was because of everything around the game. Because um, mm-hmm. I remember taking that manual to school, talking yeah. with my friends, like, where have you been? What have you bombed? What have you set fire to? Like, nice. Where did you find that, that cave? Or how did you get through the Lost Woods? Like, we all had... And like I, I, up until I think two years before I moved to Philadelphia, I still had the manual just tore up with. Pain. I love it. Just well, used. <clears throat> do you think that that was like part of the game? Like when you're talking with your friends, like that was like kind of like how on Metal. Speaking of Metal Gear, like looking on the back of the box, and it was like, oh, I've got to dial into this whatever mm-hmm. frequency, right? Like, like it seemed like there was there was because if I play, if if somebody plays Legend of Zelda for the first time today, they never played it before. And they, they fire into it and they're like, and then they learn, oh, you've got to like, in order to actually progress, you've got to like bomb this particular like mm-hmm. pixel or part on the, on the mountain. It's like, that's bullshit. That's yeah. not, that's not good game design. That's bull. But if like part of the game is to learn by talking with other friends and family, like that's mm-hmm. a little bit different for me. But I came <clears> to the, cause I didn't grow up with an NES in the house. Like okay. uh, my, my younger brother deleted neighbor Matt's uh, save file. So we weren't allowed to touch those gold cartridges right. at all. And then I played it much later in life, and I'm like, okay, so you basically just have to, like, fluke your way through, like, progressing in the game. I'm like, that's that's horseshit. Mm-hmm. I think that's garbage. Like, coming <laughs> coming to it now, it seems like, oh, well, how am I going to know that you bombed this one and not that one? Yeah. Um, and, and it really was – it was really, like, discovering all of that was what made that – experience so memorable to me but like maybe you traded like a juice box or a chocolate bar for a secret or something like that like that that is that i can wrap my head around no our group would trade other people's stuff we wouldn't trade ours (laughs) Mm, just just go ransack somebody else's stuff the circle of trust but that dude was giving us his twinkies if he wanted information that's amazing that's amazing so what game replaced Um, zelda outer wilds 
Get uh, out of here, really? Yeah, uh, because it now no, I'm talking about Outer Wilds, not Outer yep. Worlds. I just want to. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, the, and, where the the universe explodes every twenty yes, minutes or whatever. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and there, and it's very much the same thing because I got the first couple of times uh, that I got the that I that I went through and died. Like I, I didn't actually see the supernova because I had yeah. done something stupid and gotten myself killed. Yeah. Uh, either, either I went too fast towards a planet and hit something else and went spiraling to the sun or I, ju- it ju- I accidentally jumped out of the spaceship without my spacesuit on and died. Bad you know? idea. Yeah. yeah it's, you know, it's, it's luckily I'm not an astronaut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but then when I started seeing like activity log updated and I'm like, okay, so that probably means set the ship's log. And then I would, I got deep into trying to find that lore and find everything and find mm-hmm. all and put all the pieces of dialogue together. And it was the first, it's the first game that's done that original thing from legend of yeah. Zelda and i didn't have i didn't have anybody to really go through it with me and mm-hmm. i didn't I, and to a point i really didn't need it because i enjoyed piecing it together myself yeah and then on top of that it tapped into a lot of uh sci-fi cinema that i really love mm-hmm. um and uh, like there's there's a point where there's in fact there's a trophy in the game for trying to pilot yourself to the sun station without uh, without autopilot. So you have to do it without turning on the assistant. Mm-hmm. And uh, doing that reminded me of the movie Sunshine. Um, yeah. Why is that a challenge? Why is that a trophy? Uh, because far away. Well, it's not it's not far away, but it's like so. Picture my fist is the sun. The sun okay. station is right here hovering around it and it's always in motion okay so you're basically Uh, piloting yourself to a moving target and then mm -hmm. it's not something you can just land on you have to eject yourself out into oh that's awesome into space right above the sun (laughs) okay this is this is how you sell this game i've heard so many people talk about this game and why it's great and all the the challenges that you overcome you talk to me about doing like this you you eject yourself out of your your spaceship and try and do like a like a spacewalk and then Mm -hmm. land on a moving platform of some sort above the sun i am so in it's not even funny yeah and then and then like you know just doing like looking at the trophy list and and the trophy list is one of the more brilliant ones because it's stuff to do but it's not giving anything away yeah and you don't know what you're going to learn i mean it was i mean a lot of ways the the reason um breath of the wild isn't my favorite game of all time is because i had that experience the first time and this I'm not taking away from how much of a masterpiece Breath of the no, Wild is. No, I'm sure you offended a few people. <laughs> Probably. No. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure Bobby's going to burst and call what? <laughs> I know. I know. I, dude, he's, he actually, like, he finally broke this week and he's, when, uh, cause I'm still not playing Animal Crossing. Okay. And he's like, okay, like, get, get real. Like, what, like, what, just, just stop your, whatever you're doing and just play Animal Crossing. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I'm not, dude, I'm not that, yeah, that game is not for everybody. Um, I know. Um, and, but I, I'm I would all, say, I'm also, I love New Leaf. 
yeah it's see, not even I'm, like i don't love animal crossing heard, as a concept I, in game i've heard an, i've heard enough people say like you know i love animal crossing but screw new horizons like oh, I've, wow i've heard I, i've heard enough people saying that this is the, i've heard enough people saying this is the best animal crossing this one was my first uh oh, yeah i i fell in love with it hard and fast and uh i actually the bunny day stuff sort of pushed me away oh wow uh, already I, I got sick of seeing eggs yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to catch fish. I don't want eggs. Yeah. And, and Zipper T Bunny is a horror show. <gasps> <laughs> I, I can't. I can't I'm, I'm just. I'll probably jump in tomorrow because I know he will finally be gone. I um, will say when 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 it, like Bobby will talk about Animal Crossing, and I know he he doesn't listen to this, so I think we're in a safe space. Unless somebody rats us out, like Todd Oxtra. Um but like when he goes on and on about it, it's 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 fine. It's fine. It's, I'm glad that he's liking it. Somebody else kind of talks about how much fun they're having with him. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm feeling like I'm missing out just a little mm-hmm. bit. But if it's Bobby going on, I'm like, oh, of course he's going to go on about yeah. it. But somebody else is liking it and they tell me like a really cool story about it and they, they're really enjoying it. I'm like, mm, maybe I'm being silly about all this. But I mean, there's so many other things to play, man. Exactly. Like there's so much else. And I love how like you guys are, you know, taking this opportunity even like were you to do the, the, the gamer club, like, was that partially brought on by the fact that like nothing is coming out now that Final Fantasy VII remake is out? Like, there's nothing else that will be um, hitting its time. It it brought it brought it was brought about because a lot of us uh, are trying not to buy new games. Yeah, um, I'm in the same space, man. Like I, I like Moose and I specifically like we 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 play a lot of the same stuff and we like to play together when we can. And we sort of made the pact, but like, let's try and make this a backlog year if possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the game club thing was born out of that. Like, I didn't want to, yeah. I didn't want to buy the next thing. And, and like, and you know where you're at with Animal Crossing, I'm kind of there with Final Fantasy. Although, yeah. Uh, although I did, I did watch one of my favorite developers play the first like hour and a half of it i'm like man i kind of want to play that game i know like i don't i don't even have like the the big attachment to it i I don't i'm not one of those people who holds it up i I never played it like i've played a few final fantasies just not that one yeah uh and and i might actually get the remake and play it and so I, I, I had I it pre-ordered bad. since 2015. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, I've had, like, so back in the back in 2015 when like the E3 of Dreams came out and everything, mm-hmm. um, I th- it must have been the same year that they did the whole like Al Numa did the snap for Breath of the Wild. Yeah, remember when they? Very, mm-hmm. I don't even know because I think they just I don't even know, think we had the name for it. I think it was just like a new Zelda game. Yeah, it was a it was a new Zelda game for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. And so I pre-ordered a bunch of games right like in, in at around that time it was. Um, that it was Breath of the Wild, or eventually it would be Breath of the Wild. There was Doom 2016 on mm-hmm. there, Quantum Break I think was on there as well. There's a slew of games, mm-hmm. and also Final Fantasy VII Remake. And um, so I pre-ordered all this stuff, and I had actually, I had forgotten that I pre-ordered it mm-hmm. from Soul because it's been it's actually been five full years, yeah, basically. And um, and four years ago, going where is it? <laughs> well, exactly. And, and even like people thinking like we're gonna get this by 2018, like you're, you're out of your mind. And I think the Shenmue three thing was announced yep. at that time too. There was three things. There was that one Shenmue three, and then what was the other? There was a big one. Was it? Um, uh, oh man, I'm, Kingdom I'm Hearts three. It was it was this another it was another Sony kind of like fanboy kind of thing. Last oh of my Us gosh. Two? Mm, it might have been. Might have been. I, th- I think I that was remember. PSX that they anyway. Doesn't I matter. Yeah, I, it all it all. There's definitely together. three things I can't wait for. I mostly do this. I like I whenever I have like a brain fart on a podcast, mm-hmm. I kind of just like don't even care if I That's, like come to the so, yeah. like somebody will yell at me afterwards, and I actually get a lot of enjoyment out of that. So sure, somebody can somebody can definitely. So anyway, it's better um, not again, knowing email, right now in this moment. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could I could like smash my keyboard together and figure it out, but I'll probably end up breaking something and probably cancel one of the recordings here. Yeah. Um, so I get a notification that uh, Final Fantasy VII has been delivered. I'm like, oh, snap. I totally forgot about that. And uh, I guess I didn't cancel that. <laughs> and um, by the way, it was it was it was shipped to my old like work office. Because the the pre order is so old, <laughs> so old that it was changed jobs. Yeah, didn't even need, didn't even know to like like my my address on all my other orders has changed. But I guess like it locked in yeah. on that shipping address. Anyway, uh, I got to figure out what I'm going to be when I'm going to be playing that. But man, I'm, I'm still there's still a lot of games that are coming out this year that I'm pretty stoked about. Like yeah. I want to play like Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah, I, I that's mean, one that like I, surprising. I never I've never really done the Minecraft, but I look at that. I'm like, Me neither. That looks kind of cool. And like, I mean, I'm, I'm also in a point, I'm also at a point in my life where I'm like, still like very interested in trying new things. That was why I I originally tried Animal Crossing. Yeah. Uh, That and, you know, the Doom Animal Crossing love that you see all, that you saw all over the internet. I'm like, how can, and and my co-host Jason Marks, he's like, no, you buy Doom. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but these Animal Crossing guys, they're making a point here. Because I kind of want to see if Isabella will actually tear someone limb from limb in Animal Crossing. <laughs> I think she would. I think she would. And, I and mean, like that's the that's the that's the fun about Animal Crossing is you get to create all these backstories. Oh yeah. Like the like they're like when it's nighttime. Like what do they do? Mm-hmm. You know, KK's playing his guitar and stuff. But like during yeah. the day, like I mean, KK's probably making be, some shady deals. KK's gonna be KK. We can't stop. KK. I think. <laughs> I just think about like the the old um, the old jazz club down here in Edmonton. Like, there's some mm-hmm. shady people going around there, and mm-hmm. he's he's probably got some stories that KK. Oh, I'll bet. So did you get did you get Doom as well? Did you play Doom I, as well? I did get Doom. I have not. Played so in the year, you're not buying any games. Well, I've only, so, like, I'm, well now. To be fair, uh, I'm I'm already <laughs> I'm already at a better clip than where I was last year. Fair enough. Because uh, last year, I think by this time, I had already bought fifteen games. Yeah, yeah, that's don't, a lot. Don't tell my wife that. Yeah, um, did you get them? Did you get through any of them? Yeah, I got through a lot of them. Um, yeah, some of them ended up being on my game of the year list. Damn. Um, but like, I've only bought like the full games I've bought. Uh, I bought Kentucky Route Zero, um, Doom, Animal Crossing. I know there's one more that I can't remember. You missed Ori. That's the unfortunate part. Well, uh, is that out on Switch yet? No, I don't. I honestly don't know if it's going to be out on Switch. Everybody's kind of counting on that thing happening. That's where that's where I'm like. I mean, I I played Ori. I played the first Ori on Switch because I don't have an Xbox. Mm -hmm. But uh, if if I if I did that because platformers are my heart. And I would, I mean, I love the first one. First one's actually really, I mean, it took me a while to get through the first one. Um, and I think it was because I was, you ever have that, you ever have that game that everyone talks about and you like start oh, yeah. playing it, but you're like, eh, this ain't that good. All the time. And all the time, man. I'm like, is it really this, this is the thing you want to hang your hat on? It's like the best you, thing. You know what? This is, I, this is terrible. You didn't even ask me the question, but I feel, I feel compelled to jump in with this. It's uh that's kingdom hearts for me. Uh, fair. <laughs> fair. Big time, big time. I've rented a couple and <laughs> like kingdom hearts three is on game pass now too. And I'm just like, this gummy ship is just, is, is silly. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't, I can't, and I, I remember, like, the first Kingdom Hearts, actually, I ever played was on 3DS, okay. and I played it while I brought it to Disneyland, or Disney World, when my wife and I got married there, and I was <laughs> like, yeah, I'd love to, like, 
play a Disney game, like when we're into, like, yeah. you know, kind of really celebrate the fact that I just, like, married somebody who's totally into gaming as well. And I never played one. I didn't know what type of game this was. So I fired up when we're on, like, the monorail or like, one of the, the transit things. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's not the space to fire up a Kingdom Hearts game. Like, you need headphones. You need to be paying you, attention. You, you need you need a space of time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, it was like, I thought it was just, like, because I thought Disney. I thought it was going to be, like, yeah. this maybe a platforming thing. I, I literally had no idea even, like, what type of game this was. And then, like, Disney characters aren't even showing up. Like, all these Final Fantasy-looking like, guys are, are I'm like, what is, what is Sora? this? What? Who's this I know, guy? Ursula <laughs> eventually shows up from The Little Mermaid. It was yeah. very, it's very confusing. Yes. Um, but it does feel like at the same time, as much as I've kind of like made up my mind on my opinion on Kingdom Hearts, I still, there's still a part of me that's just like, man, maybe I just need to give another try. Mm-hmm. Like I will just, it's hard for me to like truly close the door on something. Even, sure. even the Final Fantasy 15 is a game that I really want to get into. I think it looks gorgeous. I've always wanted to get into the Final Fantasy games. I think seven will ultimately be like seven remake will be my on ramp mm-hmm. um, into it. Um, but 15, I tried him just like, ah, I just don't know about this. And we're going to sell one of our Xbox one S's around here. Okay. And I was going to bundle in a couple games to make it, um, more attractive. Mm-hmm. And I've got still final fantasy 15, like in the package from like a Christmas sale I got for like 15 bucks, whenever, sure. whenever going, I was going to bundle this in. And I look at him like, man, even the box art is really good on this. Yeah. I don't want to sell this game, even though I've already made up my mind. When the hell am I going to play this game? It's mm-hmm. already on game pass. I, I decided not to. Not to pile this one in. I got Dark Souls three in with it, and something else doesn't matter. Right? But yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh, Wolfenstein two, Wolfenstein two, and Dark Souls. Okay, three. Oh, I mean, that's, that's two good games. I think they're very good games. They are very good just, games. I'm kind of done with Dark Souls, and I prefer uh, Bloodborne. And that's, honest, that's over. I think that's still kind of everybody uh, for the mm-hmm. most part. I mean, I I I, I played Demon Souls, so I, I've been playing that series since then. And uh, where did that originate? Because I had uh, Demon Souls on my Vita, and didn't understand that, like what type of game that was supposed to be. Demon Demon Souls was only on PS3, so I think you're you're confusing that with something. Was there another Souls? I might be confused. There was this is the one I actually there do were, want to check there out. There were there were games that people compared to Dark Souls. Are there any Souls like game on Vita via Reddit? Like there's there, Salt and Sanctuary. No, that's, that's not, not it. That's about. a two D. That's two D Souls like. I forget what it is. It's the one with the book. Yeah, I'm gonna have to actually Soul look up. Sacrifice. I feel like I, oh, that might be it. I think that's it. That actually might be it. That sounds about right. I'm surprised. I'm surprised it's not Don't Demon Souls. That's, no, that's for sure. It, yeah, anyway. yeah, but De- Demon Souls. What I that was the first one of those I played, and then um, I actually met one of, one of my really close friends. Uh, his name is Ahmed. Uh, he and I played through. We met playing Portal Two multiplayer for trophies. Oh wow! <laughs> but what a wonderful place the internet is. For oh, it video is. Games. It, well, and see, the funny thing is, he and I, I mean, this was what 2012 when we met, and mm-hmm. we met online, and we actually met face to face when my wife and I took our honeymoon to Scotland because he lives in England. Oh, dude, nice. And so we we met there, and he's just as wonderful in person. Um. And both of them got along as well. <clears throat> so, uh, so yeah, the internet rules. I'm seeing that Legacy of Cain is on Vita. What the heck? I got to get off the internet so I can actually <laughs> talk to you for a second. Somebody is going to tell me what there is a game with the word souls in it. Anyways, yeah, it's, it's, it's totally I think beyond it's soul me. Sacrifice. And yeah, th- you might be right about yeah, I think, that. I think yeah. the big deal was that that was sort of a really good marriage between the Souls series and Monster Hunter, I think. Mm. And then 
Tukidin was another Monster Hunter one. On Vita? Vita, and then it eventually got a full release on PS4 as far what as I system. Yeah. What a, I love going back to some of these old, like the, the what what do you, is that the aughts? What are the, like the 10s? Like, what do you call that? The 10s. Like the 2000. The, the and, 2010s, I think that's what we'd call them. Because, is the aughts the before that? Yeah. Is that the zeros? Is the, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Like the, the tweeny years, I guess, of the 20s. <laughs> like, pretty good for, like, for the, there's the Vita and the Wii U, just kind of like, man, they're cast aside. Oh, the Wii U is such a good system. I love, it was pretty good, right? I loved the Wii U. Yeah, we've got ours plugged in right now. We've got the kids playing it a little bit. I wish, like, I, man, these are like, I played, stuff. I played Breath of the Wild all the way through on Wii U. That was, that was my. Did you play the whole, oh, we, we have, so we, that, we ended that pre-order end up coming through. I didn't get a switch till almost a year after it was out. And did you really? Wow. Yeah. And, um, how could you resist? Everybody was buying it. Uh, I was in the process of falling in love with my now wife, and fair. and I had a move to worry about. <laughs> totally, totally fair. Totally, fair. Uh, it's a funny thing. Like when you're when you're in it, like when you're in games, and especially if like you're podcasting every single week, and the thought of like somebody not being like right there with you is like completely foreign to you. Like even like Bobby and I often talk about like who doesn't have a switch at this point. Like three years in, and now oh, yeah. Switches are selling like absolutely crazy, and everybody's mm-hmm. buying the Animal Crossing game. And it's like, who didn't have one by now? But it's like, there's seven billion people on the planet, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, not well, day just, one. It's man. just like people are saying, oh, P- oh, like PS4s are now starting to taper off in sales, and they're yeah. like, well, who doesn't have one? And you're mm-hmm. like, well, there's probably at least four billion people that don't have one um <laughs> exactly for because, starters because all of them have pcs and don't give a crap about consoles oh my gosh that's it's, it's amazing the the comeback the pc gaming is having right now man i can't like and seeing, and we, we just have too much money we all just have too much disposable income we're making poor decisions maybe that's oh, the yeah, other side oh of it. i definitely make the that's wrong actually decisions. more likely i mean you know in the age of digital media here i am with a vinyl collection <laughs> dude that is awesome do you have that insured or anything like are you uh, good we've talked about it yeah uh, we've talked about it but i but see the problem is i don't uh i there was a there was a podcast that i almost kind of lasted on it was called matt and the b flats uh because mm-hmm. the other two co-hosts were named brian we talked about music it lasted about it. it lasted about eight episodes because all because they were like they're they were in their early 20s and dealing with college and everything so it mm-hmm. life got in the way of that um but they were would ask me about like record collecting i'm like okay you either get into it because you really like uh you really like listening to a record or you really like uh vanity i i do not collect these things to i don't collect these things so i can stand them up behind me on a podcast i listen to these. okay i'm yeah. i'm not about keeping a record in in mint condition uh, yeah. because if, if it's mint you're not listening mm-hmm. um now that said i have paid for specific editions of of records uh because those records mean something to me. Like I, I have yeah. a, there's a Bob Marley and the Whalers album called catch a fire. And the initial release of it was, it was shaped like a Zippo lighter and you open it up like that. Dude. And the flame comes yeah. out like, no way. It's, it's like a cut out <laughs> of the flame. And that's, and I'm like, I'm, that's my, probably my top five reggae albums of all time. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Definitely getting that. Uh, I have the I have an original pressing of Velvet Underground and Nico, which is uh, this guy right here, where the banana oh, actually nice. peels off. 
Yeah. I've thought about getting uh, a pressing of the Rolling Stones sticky fingers where it's a close up of jeans and the zipper works. Uh, but then I realized, you know, I, that that's probably really bad on the record and I don't like that album that much. So yeah, I'm, you wouldn't listen to it. Yeah. Like I, I just get a regular pressing and then maybe try and convince myself to like it. Um, did at any point, any of that, like, does that translate over into games at all for you? Like, do you have a physical collection of games or is it just I, the I, music? I gotten rid of a lot of them. I keep, I still order physical things for games I want. Like, uh, I'll, I'll definitely do like limited run games or oh, like, nice. like strictly limited or signature. Yeah. Edition. Um, I have, uh, I have, and I don't have a physical copy of Enter the Gungeon, yeah. But uh, signature was it? I think it was Signature Edition that did a copy of the Ammo Nomicon, which is the book in the game, which nice. is the catalog of all your weapons. Yeah, and I got that because I'm like, that's that's really cool. sweet. Um, yeah, I thought it based on playing Moonlighter. I've thought about getting the the Signature Edition of that. Um, I still have my Steel Box. Like Dark Souls three and Dark. That's the thing, man. They gotta get. They gotta bring Steelbook Steelbooks back. Yeah. Like I feel like they've kind of like tapered off. I a lot. wanted to get the Persona Five Royal, but uh, I end up. I'm like, you know what? The the, the plague is on right now, so I don't really I feel know. like going to a store. <laughs> I know. Um, and plus, even on Switch, like especially Switch, I'm surprised. Like a lot of my games that we have. Uh, most of them are physical so that Chelsea and I can share them back and forth. And I wish that they had, like, I know everybody talks about, like, different types of, um, like, the Witcher's often one that comes up. But, like, if there was a, a Steelbook um, collection, it seems so anti-Nintendo, though. Yeah. They have for, like, Steelbook collections for, for Switch games. But that would be, that's what I want. And actually, like, we're, Chelsea and I were just talking today about... Um, Ellie seems to be just loving coloring. She mm-hmm. loves grabbing it. Like she'll, she'll sit there forever. Lincoln likes it for a little bit and he'll go off and do something else. Right. And, but I grew up just like looking at, uh, Mega Man instruction booklets mm-hmm. with neighbor map and oh, drawing yeah. like either like whatever was in there or like creating our own. We would do it for like mech warrior and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. like, dude, like nothing has instruction books anymore. So nope. we're like, we would just like to go out and go find something that they can have sitting at the table and like draw something like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> without having to bust out like an iPad, this makes me feel like a very old man where I'm yeah. like, I just want an instruction book. I want something physical, but like everything is, everything's digital. Now. Yeah. I, I, I miss the instruction book as well because I, I did the same thing. I, I don't know how many times I went through the kid Icarus instruction booklet drawing all those enemies uh, yeah, they had every enemy had a name yeah. and a background and, and everything. To this day, the eggplant wizard still gives me nightmares. Dude. <laughs> I was af- I was afraid to eat eggplant for like 10 years because that game. You should be. You should be. <laughs> Little did you know. I've had eggplant parmesan since then. I was wrong. That game mm. Eggplant. That's, that's how you do eggplant right. Eggplant wizards are nightmare fuel. Everybody knows <laughs> that the eggplant industry took a real nosedive when that game came out. Every, every kid just did between that and broccoli. Like yeah. it was a tough time yeah. for veggies. You know what I mean? It was hard out there for veggies. Oh my gosh, dude. Look, Matthew, I've had an amazing time chatting with Likewise. you tonight, but eventually, um, you know, but we'll definitely, I, I, I continue to do this. We'll have to have you back on the show. Anytime, um, man. Because it's been so much fun um, chatting with you. What, can you let the people know who happen to be listening where they can find find you and 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 learn more about your musings and all the things um well i i i i'm on twitter at infinite underscore rewind that's also uh instagram psn 
my podcast is called Story Route Zero. On Twitter, that is Story Route underscore the number zero. And yeah, w- our podcast is on everything uh, YouTube, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Spotify, anywhere you want. Uh, and we have a good time doing it. Hopefully, you'd have a good time listening. And if you come by, you are always welcome. Nice, man. Well, yeah, like I said, thank you so much for bearing through the the migraine. And I'm glad I didn't make a comment about the the sunglasses, but they look. Oh no, I did this because this is this this was actually. You're just super cool. No, 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 no. That's the that's what my ex co-host Corey used to say. He's like, "Why are you doing this? You think you're too cool for everybody?" Well, on our first uh, when Nerds Gone Rogue started, we were video, and the one thing that. Like I, I, I don't know how often you listen to your own shows, but I still do to criticize myself. Yeah. Um, and when I would watch the videos for Nerds Gone Rogue, like my eyes would be if I'm talking to you, like mm-hmm. my eyes up there. Yeah. Up there. Like I'm not yeah. at the camera. And that's because yeah. of my own like intimidation. And it's the and for some reason the sunglasses actually because there's different types of light, it just forces me back here. Oh. Um, I, di- I did it as a goof with these uh reflector sunglasses that I had found for like eight bucks. Amazing. Uh those are gone, but I need to get another pair. But I noticed about two episodes <laughs> in that like I'm looking more here now yeah. just because the, the the light keeps me from looking out so uh I, i'm, I'm cool. not cool it just worked in a way that i did not expect it to <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm actually now i'm glad that i brought it up but i'm glad i wasn't being you know it not it wasn't judgmental about it oh, that's 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 you know i ev- everybody is at some point myself included so yeah, right. <laughs> yeah right. well thanks again man this is so much fun happy to Jonathan Brown with the music to start that conversation. Uh, you guys should definitely support him. Purple Monkey Entertainment at PMEJIB on Twitter. That song was called Ringtone that started things out. And I listened to that over and over and over. That do 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 That was amazing. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Matthew Keel. What a, an, I don't know about you, but like for me, like this is a name that I've heard for years and years and years. Um, again, being connected through the power of Lee Navarro and the Phoenix Overdrive crew. Just get, bring back good old memories of last November for Extra Life. Extra Life is just an amazing thing, isn't it? I hope you guys think that this is an amazing thing as well. And if you want to support it, um, there's a number of ways that you can do that. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. You can share this podcast. You can talk about it on your own podcast. That would be amazing. You can rate it on Apple Podcasts. I'm saying podcast a lot this week. You can follow me on Twitch, although I'm on break for a little bit. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. Uh, but really, the best way, the best way, and, and there's a few dozen people who do it, and you guys are amazing. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash Capri. I think I'm realizing in this moment, I didn't thank the patrons at the start of the show. Damn it. Holy crap. Thank you to everybody. Patreon.com slash Capri. Thank you to our Diamond Executive Producer, Slimer Snarf, and our gold members, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, James Johnson, Joel Brooks, Jonathan Brown, Ryan Turford, and Zach Bradshaw. Thank you guys so much. Tomorrow night will be Tuesday as I record this. I'm going to be doing the Pants Patreon Podcast for Patrons Podcast. It's a solo Q&A, AMA, whatever you guys want to uh, hear me chat about. 
It's a good time over there. And you get that and so much more. You get this show early. Patrons get this uh, a whole weekend before everybody else on the free feed. So all for just a buck a month. Um, so I would really appreciate if you guys would consider going to patreon.com, support Bobby and I over there. Thank you to highly intelligent Jared Gautier for your artwork and Johnny Casino, our standby editor. Lately, I've just kind of been doing this real quickly after the show, but, uh, you're still there for me, Johnny. And I want everybody to go support Johnny Casino and Dave Moore. Forget, forget being cool. I've almost forgotten how to say that. Please support me uh, as well. <laughs> the Xbox drive, a cup of Joe and Nintendo. Otherwise... This has been We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. I'm going to be back next week with a whole another amazing guest. I hope you're there too. Now it's time for, you guessed it, it's time for Jason. This game, this heavy rain game that this refers to is so old now. It continues to get older with every passing moment. It gets older and older and older and older and older. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!